0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Live With Rachel podcast. I'm Rachel, and today we're going to be continuing studying through the book of Romans, and in particular today we'll be reading through Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. So just to recap, we just finished Romans chapter 11, which was about Paul showing proof and witnesses that God isn't actually done with Israel just yet, and it's a very good and hopeful chapter for the nation of Israel and for us as you know, non-Israelites today, and I think it's a great chapter that actually reminds us of where our faith originally came from, and we should always be grateful to them, and we should always be mindful of the nation of Israel. But today, we're looking at Romans chapter 12, as the title says, and Romans chapter 12 is my absolute favorite chapter of Romans, or maybe in the whole Bible, I think. And that's because of how practical it is. In the Christian life, sound doctrine and duty always go together, and what we believe always helps us to determine how we behave. It's not enough for us to just understand Paul's explanations, but we must also learn to translate our learning into daily living and show by our daily lives that we actually do trust in God's word. And the section that we're covering today, it's only two verses, but it's mainly focused on the theme of relationships, and the first part being our relationship to God, and in the next episode we'll cover other areas of relationships like our relationship to other believers, our relationship to our enemies, and so on. But focusing today on our relationship with God first, usually if we have a right relationship with God, then we'll have a right relationship to the people who are a part of our lives, right? So let's get right into it and read Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2, and once again I'll be reading it from the New Living Translation, and it says this, about our relationship to god and it sums up perfectly three areas that we are to give ourselves to god so number one we to give our bodies to God. Before we came to know, believe, and trust in God, those who say that we are Christians, we used our bodies originally for the wrong things and the wrong purposes. But now, if you do call yourself a believer, we belong to God now. And naturally, we should want to use our bodies for his glory. The Bible says that the Christian's body is God's temple in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. And it's our absolute privilege to glorify him in our bodies and magnify Jesus in our bodies. The Old Testament animal sacrifices were dead sacrifices, but we are to be living sacrifices instead. Now, what does that even mean? So if you go back to Genesis chapter 22, you see the story of Isaac and his dad, Abraham. And it's a whole story. You should totally read it if you haven't already. But to paraphrase that story of what happened, Isaac seemingly willingly puts himself on the altar and he would have died in obedience to God's will. But at the last second, God sends a ram to take his place. In the same way, Isaac died to himself and willingly yielded himself to the will of God. A lot of people tend to focus on his father, Abraham, in this story, but I thought it's worth thinking about things from Isaac's point of view for a change. When Isaac got off the altar, He was therefore a living sacrifice to the glory of God. Another example is obviously Jesus himself. He died as a sacrifice in obedience to his father's will. And then he rose again. And today he is in heaven as a living sacrifice bearing in his body the wounds of the cross. The Bible tells us that he's our advocate before the throne of God now. But back to us. Paul tells us that it is a right response to all that God has done for us and that this is a proper and good way to worship God. So this means that every single day is a worship experience when your body is yielded to God. And it doesn't matter what your body looks like. God wants visible, lived out bodily evidence that our lives are built on his mercy. So let every act of your living body show that Jesus is way more precious to you than anything else. When you do good things in Jesus name with your mouth, your hands or your presence, Your body becomes a holy and living sacrifice of worship, and that's because you're devoting what you're doing to God's purposes of righteousness and mercy. So number two is where to give our mind to God. Now, I love this verse. It's my life verse. In the NIV, it says this, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will. Whether you realize it or not, the world, you know, our society today wants to control your mind. Now, I'm not saying that as like a conspiracy theorist kind of a thing, but that's the reality of things. We're always being influenced in one way or another. But the Bible says that instead, we should let God transform our minds. The word transform is the same as the word transfigure in Matthew chapter 17, verse 2, and it comes into our English language as the word metamorphosis, kind of like the process of a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. It's describing a change from within. So the world wants your mind, so it exerts pressure from without, but the Holy Spirit changes your mind by releasing power from within. If the world controls the way you think, you are a conformer. But if God controls the way that you think, You are a transformer, just not the car. How does God transform our minds? He does that by his word, the Bible. As you spend more time meditating and studying the Bible, making it a part of your inner being and also memorizing it, which, side note, I know can be very hard to memorize the Bible, but I've personally found that if you want to memorize something, It's a lot, lot easier if you write it out 10 times, read it 10 times, and then say it out loud 10 times. That's just something that's helped me and I'm sharing that with you today. But when you do those things, God will gradually make your mind more in line with his way of thinking and his will, and therefore you'll be more heavenly minded. Number three is we are to give God our will. So your mind controls your body, your will controls your mind. A lot of people think that they can control their will by just sheer brute force, by sheer willpower, but they usually fail. And it's only when we yield our will to God that his power can actually take over and give us the willpower that we actually need to be victorious Christians. So how do we surrender our will to God? And that is through disciplined prayer, through daily prayer even. As we spend time in prayer and we say, not my will, but yours, Lord, we want your will to be done. We surrender our own will to God. Now the Bible says to pray about everything. And that is so true. Pray about literally everything. Things that you think are big, or small, just let God have his way in everything. He is good and his plans are good. So you have nothing to lose, but everything to gain by trusting in him and letting his good will happen. Now, practically this could look like maybe first thing in the morning, you're spending your time reading the Bible. You're letting the word transform your mind and prepare you for the day. Maybe you are praying and yielding Uh, to God the plans for that day and you're letting him work in you as he sees best. Maybe you are playing worship music. You're getting your mind in the right mind space for prayer. But when you do pray, especially pray over the things that are worrying you or upsetting you or even just the things that you feel are just too mundane for God to care about, because trust me, he does care about it and he will always help you through no matter what. Just ultimately having a relationship with God Requires yielding our body, mind, and will to Him. And it's just a daily practice. It's not a big deal. It's not like a, oh my goodness, like I have to get this done. It's just, it's a relationship. It goes both ways. And that's the point of these two verses. So I think that will wrap up today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode and that it was practical for you. And in the next episode, we'll be reading through verses 3 to 16, which will cover our relationship to other believers. So I hope that you tune in for that and I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Bye everyone.